0: Hello and welcome. My name is Carolyn Holzman and you're listening to Confessions of an SEO. Now, I know you're thinking, why would an SEO want to confess? Well, frankly, I see that this is more of like love letters. I love SEO. I love the strategy, the problem solving on a high level, using data to decipher how the algorithm and their filters work. And just in case, for those who are listening who don't know what SEO is, it stands for search engine optimizations. How to take a digital property that exists, but doesn't rank for anything or or for much at all. And how to modify it so that it interacts better with the search engines. And a search engine most of us tangle with is Google. So the purpose of SEO is when people are searching for things that they want or need. And they may not know who they want to get that from, they, they find information that answers their particular question or need. And SEO is how businesses use that relationship between the website and the search engine to deliberately place their information in front of their perfect prospect. Now as an SEO I've worked with local businesses, national companies, international companies, and e-commerce sites. So to explain the situation as to why a company would choose not to advertise if they want to be on page one they could just buy an ad. but most of the time there are 10 spaces on that first page of Google and especially the more competitive the term is not only do the price of the ads go up but the target on that first page is getting smaller and smaller and when I talk about targets I'm talking about that first page And when I say it's getting smaller, it's because it's becoming filled up with ads and maps and very often less than the 10 results that you would normally see on a uh, search results page. We call those SERPs, search engine result pages. Now the web pages on that page are naturally showing there organically. And that's how we as SEOs refer to them. You have ads, maps, and then your organic results so those are the listings that are showing in the organic portion of, of the page those are showing there not because they paid to be there now they might have paid somebody like me or an agency or maybe they have an in-house team where their job is to ensure um, things are done to make sure their page shows up in uh, on page one when people are looking for what they do and and in general that, that's what SEO is Now, I'm only sharing these details to put into context the reason I created this podcast. This isn't a place to get SEO tips, although I'm sure some will slip through. Um, I want to acknowledge the elephant in the room, and that's that the SEO industry, out of the gate, has a black eye. We're always operating behind the eight ball when it comes to getting clients. And when I say we, I, I mean the really good ones, the ones that know what they're doing, they wanna help, And obviously in return uh, generate an income from that ability to move sites within Google and Bing and so so now I'll be honest with you I think there are people out there and they go and they get clients first and they don't have a clue how to rank in Google or or anything like that they just want to generate revenue for their own business right now I don't want to say that to scare you Um, by acknowledging this I also want to let you know that the the industry is primarily unregulated. Google doesn't regulate SEOs, in fact they really don't like us. And part of the reason they don't like us is that at the end of the day, all Google wants to do is sell you ads, and they don't want you to naturally rank at the top, they want you to kind of be a little okay, but not so okay that you don't go to them for ads. And like I said before, Google ads are getting expensive, and they have actually for a while. And we also all use Google, right? Um, even us as SEOs. So it's where we get our information, and, and it's pretty well woven into to modern life. So we've got an SEO industry, it's unregulated, and there have been a lot of business owners who have unfortunately not gotten what they wanted or were promised when they worked with SEO companies. And I'm not pointing fingers. I just simply wanna say that they might not have even known what they were buying. And to me, I think that's a shame. And so I do believe that the purpose of this podcast is in part to permit a peek behind the scenes, talk what the issues are. Now, I suspect this information might be helpful to business owners uh, and marketing managers. There are people who have teams of SEOs And I think this is also for independent SEOs and those who are learning on the side. A lot of the time we do so much work by ourselves that when things like an algorithmic update happens, we think it's all on us. And business owners feel kind of gypped because they think it's something they've paid good money for that got wasted. And and that while we may think or feel that on either side as an SEO or as a business owner, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's true and uh, in this podcast I really want to throw a lifeline out there to either the the business owner or the SEO so that you know you're not the only one I think at the end of the day the honest conversation that has to be had is that an SEO may know how the algorithm works but they're not in control of when the algorithm changes and when an algorithm changes, you know, it could take two weeks before we see the fallout. I'll, I'll I'll talk more about that in future episodes, but I just want to say that that's the reality that um, none of us, it, we don't uh, own Google, but that doesn't mean that we can't have a, a good impact on a business. So anyway, I think these are the people that this podcast is most likely to benefit. Um, I also think that by sharing my SEO journal and uh, journey and goals, then in some way this can help humanize the SEO industry. And I I do think that some people also do podcasts because they're trying to get clients, and I just want to make it really clear, I am not taking on any new SEO clients. Uh, This podcast is really, as I see it, more like love letters to the SEO industry and to those businesses who want to know more but don't know who to trust or how to evaluate, let's say, an SEO proposal. So here's my story. I got into SEO 11 years ago when I was at a conference. I owned a local media publishing business. So whether it was an audio CD or a DVD, either ROM or film, um, if it was spoken word as instructional materials, it really didn't matter. I would take a master, the content and the artwork, and create multiple identical copies that were what we call retail ready. Um, I was really helping people create their own businesses whether they were artists musicians bands film companies um, whatever uh, they had a product now they might have played live shows and you know premiered films but ultimately end of the day what they sold was a physical product I've always loved growing other people's businesses and I I've done so by helping provide them with good information quality products and customer service and when I realized I needed to market my media publishing company, it was one day there was a courier that came in, and they were looking at the wall. And I had uh, all the CDs and the packaging displayed, and, and they were looking at all of that. Their jaw dropped. And, and he said, I didn't know there were two companies in town that did this kind of work. And I said, well, what would cause you to say that? I, I've been in business for almost like 10 years. I mean, I was, I was really like, what do you mean? And, uh, and so then he was like, well, online, it looks like there's only one company in town. And, uh, so I said, well, we'll show me, you know, so, and and bear in mind, this was in the late nineties, early two thousands. So he was like, well, it's on the computer. Now I had computers everywhere. I said, well, show me. And so he showed me Google and he typed in CD duplication, Austin, lo and behold, it looked like there was only one company in town doing it. So, I set about figuring out how to make that machine more accurate. And I know a lot of business owners feel that way when they look for what they do and they don't see themselves and they're thinking this isn't right. So uh, I started a lot of questioning and talking to people and I ended up, it was a weekend uh, sort of group of presentations. In the industry they call them pitch fests, meaning everybody gets up says what they want to say, and then at the end, they say, oh, by the way, everything that I've shared with you, you can get a copy of in the back of the room. So it was a three-day event. Uh, I traveled up to Dallas with some friends, and I I guess I was I was kind of like business depressed. And yeah, those are air bunnies that you heard. I, I felt like my, my clientele was getting older and older, and I was frankly getting tired of talking about loose shrink wrap. So I didn't know why I was there other than to find people who might need duplication for their spoken word products, the things they sold in the back room, back of the room. And, and I did feel like there was something else that I needed to be doing that could make work more fun. So, um, uh, everything got started and there was a gentleman sitting next to me over the weekend and he was sniffling and coughing and sneezing and he was sick. I felt bad for him. Um, but I was trying to stay away from him <laughs> to be honest. And, uh, the last day, um, I had, uh, I kind of had my fill of people who were talking about, um, uh, you know, talking about writing information, publishing, so like if you wanted to learn how to groom horses or things like that, the idea was you could sell enough of these books, what they called ebooks, that you could create and, um, and sell. And through the revenue generated from that, you could have the lifestyle that you wanted. So it was the last day, and I'm pretty much like going, nope, 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 none of that's for me. It's interesting, yes, but, but not for me. And so on the last day after lunch, the last presentation, before they released us to go to our cars and drive home, I saw the gentleman who had been sitting next to me was standing up on the stage and he introduced himself and it turned out he was the SEO speaker for that weekend. I could feel everybody else in the auditorium kind of like slump back in their seats like, oh no, not SEO. And they just were just not interested. But everything he said made me sit up in that whole auditorium. I think I was the only person leaning forward. And no one had ever really explained that, you know, SEO was more like problem solving. i had never really seen it. It had never been explained. And the problem to be solved was, I want my business to rank when people who don't know me need the service I provide. He actually had a pub in London and he wanted his business to rank for a pub in a certain area. So he explained how he did it. It was fascinating to me because I thought, well, well what's the difference between his pub and my company? I mean people could search for what I do as well. So in the end I made my way to the back of the room basically asked if there was anything in that black bag for me because I knew my search volume keyword was so competitive. If I didn't add the city name next to it there probably wasn't any way I could rank nationally. And he assured me that it could be done and we made an arrangement and he would train me one on one. So for a year, we did this on Skype. And we used my media publishing company as a guinea pig. It took about 11 months. Then my reality began to change. Now, I know I said 11 months, but, but that is the nature of SEO. Boom, boom, boom big pointer. Um, and it was at that point, as things began to change, that I became a business owner. I could no longer work in the day-to-day of everything of my business. The phone was off the hook. It was insane and wonderful. You know, so not only was I ranking nationally, I'm sorry, not only was I ranking locally, I was ranking nationally on page one. That was the real difference. So no matter where anybody searched in the U.S. using Google, there was my company. There and all the big dogs on page one companies that I was fairly certain had in-house SEO teams. And there was a little me banging away early in the morning through late at night, actually competing. And I was able to hire people and it worked out great. I loved it. And while I loved the success of the business, I slowly came to realize that what I loved was the problem solving that led to the success. The moment before the moment, and I loved the ability to make a difference. When I look back on what else the uh, the SEO conference speaker, his name is Gareth Owen, by the way. Uh, the other thing that he said that really got him excited was whenever he worked with the client to help their business, he knew he was making sure that there was food on the table, that the kids of the business owner and those of their employees could have music lessons or summer camp and eventually an education whether it's vocational or college but the point being that he was helping their dreams come true the whole reason why some of us start a business is that we have a dream we feel that whatever it is that this is something we're supposed to do and it's going to be good for our families and it's in that vein when the downturn of 2008 happened, there were a lot of businesses not doing well. I was getting stopped by the other, my, my business neighbors in the business park who also wanted to know what my secret was. And then I saw how I could not only help my own business, but perhaps I could help others. Now there's all these reasons why I could have chosen not to share this last part. But there's another one of the reasons why I'm doing this is that I'm preparing a course on voice SEO. And part of that, and part of that training material, there's a podcast component in it. So I wanted to make sure that I was walking my own talk. And you can't really talk about doing things like podcasts without actually doing things like podcasts. So I hope you'll stay with me. I hope you'll enjoy it. It'll be a series of stories I'm going to publish every week. Thank you for listening to this week's Confessions of an SEO. This is Carolyn Holzman signing off. See you in the SERPs.